All right. Quote for the podcast. Really simple. If you don't know what it is, might not be the podcast for you. I don't know. Uh, real simple. Just uh, it's hot in Topeka. That is Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. You got Ooh. it. You got it. He's watching the weather. He's bored. He's always bored. Temperatures are up there, and it's hot in Topeka. It's hot in Topeka. Mm-hmm. That's great. That scene was like five minutes long. <laughs> yes, yes. It was a whole, it was a whole uh, bit. But uh, yeah, what a great quote, great, great way to start. So mm-hmm. hey, everyone, welcome to Toon Nation. This is a show where two grown ass niggas talk about cartoons and anime, including movies as well. We are your host. I'm August. And I'm Code or Code. So either way works. Either way. And this is our flagship episode, our first episode of the podcast. And mm-hmm. we're just going to let y'all get a feel for who we are. We are cartoon enthusiasts, and we're going to talk about our top five shows. And I feel like enthusiasts, you really like put us on a pedestal by saying enthusiast. Are we not enthusiastic about watching cartoons? (laughs) I mean, I I see, I hear enthusiasts, and I I feel like really you're like a professional at some level of like anything and all things about cartoons. We're not professionals, we have real jobs. We just watched a lot of cartoons growing up, and we we did, and we never stopped. I thought I would grow out of it, but I didn't. I never, never had. I thought that was lame. Nah. What do you mean you thought? What What was lame? To grow out of watching stuff that you grew up? Nah. Well, some people do. Some people never. Those are squares. They don't, they don't like to have fun in their life. They like, I don't want to watch the <laughs> cartoons I enjoyed growing up. Like, whatever, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, high school rolled around, and I was still watching SpongeBob, and college came, and I was still watching... Cartoon Network and Nicktoons, and now I'm a full, full grown adult with responsibilities, and I'm still watching yeah. shows. It's it's way more acceptable nowadays. <laughs> so I'm gonna st- I'm gonna start us off with my top five. Um, this is in no particular order at all. Um, top five number- what? Top five what? My my top five shows. These are my favorite animated shows of all time. All time. Um, list hasn't changed in a couple what's your years. criteria for top criteria five? yeah what's your personal criteria all right the show has to bring me joy one okay all right it has to make Naturally. me laugh it has to make me laugh that's like okay. really important it has to be smart smart um, writing wise smart writing sharp all writing. right okay um and it's got to be like i don't know therapeutic like cartoons are very therapeutic for me i don't know if it's the colors I don't know if the colors are doing something with my brain, releasing that dopamine. <laughs> I, I guess, yeah. Okay, okay. I could see that. And um, yeah, that's the cri- if, if it brings me joy, you know. If I, you know, I'm I'm the I'm the type of person. It's very hard for me to get into new shows. Like I have the same show mm-hmm. on my TV every day. Background noise. Fall asleep to it. Get high to it. Whatever. <laughs> so. All right. <laughs> what What's your criteria? Since what's my criteria? criteria? Look, I mean, pretty much the same. I, I thought about it and like I tried to think about today and like, you know, growing up with cartoons, what's really what I cared about. Honestly, it just ended up being a whole bunch of childhood cartoons. I also I got some honorable mentions. You know, I, I kept out certain shows 
because I didn't think they exactly fit into my top five cartoons. Oh, really? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. You're going first. so I'm going first. Yeah. I thought I had my list written down. I thought I wrote it down, but I'm not seeing it, but it's okay. Oh my God, so unprofessional. Come on. I know. Man. Here it is. I found it. <laughs> Number one, South Park. South Park, South Park is um, very special to me. I got into it kind of late in the game. I didn't start watching South Park until junior year of undergrad. I had yeah. moved off campus and... I was actually, I was hanging out with this guy. I was talking to this guy and he like, liked Comedy Central or whatever. I like Comedy Central too, but I would always turn it off whenever South Park come on. But mm. for some reason we kept it on and I was like, wait a minute, this show is funny as hell. Like this, right. this shit is actually really funny and the writing is smart. It's topical. It's so topical. Um, they talk about everything from you know, politics to what's happening in pop culture, Dune and all that kind of stuff. Anything um, and everything. Anything and everything. And it's irreverent as hell. Nothing is off limits. Actually, no. I was just I was just watching a video on YouTube the other day about it's like a couple of episodes that HBO Max did not upload from South Park and it's all the episodes. Yeah, where didn't they, they like cut them out because they thought they were offensive or whatever? It's because they like made a reference to the Prophet Muhammad and they were like going to show the Prophet Muhammad, which is like a big no-no. And like, it? it was, it was this huge thing. It was like the only time that they ever really censored themselves, but I love the show a lot. I love the characters. The characters are endearing. They're What's like, your favorite they're really... Hmm? What's your favorite character? Um, I guess my, shoot. Uh, who is my favorite character? I like I like the the four boys as a group. I feel like they play very well together. Right. Um, Stan, Kyle, Kenny, and Cartman. I have to say, I try to think like so. Kyle and Stan, they're the two best friends or whatever. And I'm mm -hmm. always like, okay, in my best friendships, you know, me and Code, who's Stan and who's Kyle? And I don't know. I be going back and forth like. Maybe I'm the Kyle in the friend group. Maybe not. But, <laughs> You're definitely but yeah, I love the characters and I love Hartman. I feel like he is a he's an excellent tool of like taking things to the most extreme. Right. They say the things in this show. I mean, the writers say these things through the characters and situations. That I feel like everybody is thinking, but nobody really has the balls to say it. And because nobody is off limits. I don't really get offended when they do like black jokes. Like they had the the N-word episode. I don't know if you remember this episode, but Randy was like on at the Wheel um, of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> people He's who annoy guess you. Yes. <laughs> the category is people who annoy you. Well, I know it, but I don't think I should say it. Five seconds, Mr. Marsh. All right, I'd like to solve the puzzle. Niggers. I was not offended. <laughs> But, you know, that's one. But, like, also, if you think about it, if it was, like, real life, it would, like, if it was it was live action, if it wasn't a cartoon, it'd be a different story. Oh, hell yeah. They couldn't do half the stuff they do if it was. And that's what I love about animation is there is no limit. And we'll, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll probably talk about this later in another episode. But, like, this Hollywood trying to push these remakes of animated shows and make them live action. Stop it. Stop doing it. 
Wait, which one do you hate? Um, okay, well, Avatar, I feel like collectively the whole world hates that one. The I just want it to work, man. I want it to work. Um, there's a I haven't seen this one, but the um the Death Note remake. Only I, I haven't trash. seen it yet. Lakeith Stanfield's in it. I love him. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, no, he's not. Is he? Yes, he is. He's L. Um, Wait, hold up. No, we're gonna do we're doing a timeout because I thought it was it. He, I thought he was supposed to be L, but they went with the dude from the Naked Brothers band. No, he is L in the Netflix Death Note. Look it up. (laughs) I'm I'm doing it right now because I totally did not think. Oh, really? I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It did a uh, Mob Psycho 100 live action remake? No. Mm-hmm. No. I could go did? on and on. Yes. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's that. Right, oh, yeah. what, is your, what is what is Name something off your top five. All right. Um, I, I feel like we're definitely going to cross paths, maybe, so... I'll try to do one that you don't have. Okay. So I think I'm going to do Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Oh, okay. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. I really thought about it, and it's definitely, although this is in no particular order, I think I definitely watched the most Ed, Ed, and Eddie growing up. I don't know why. I think it's because my mom thought it was stupid, and she told me not to watch it, and so I kept watching it. That's just naturally how it goes. I was just like, I don't know. The chemistry between, like, you know, Ed, Ed, Double D, and all of them is great. Just, like, I definitely gravitate towards, like, the cartoon shows where the kids are mostly by themselves and just, like, mm-hmm. figuring There's shit no out. no adults. Exactly. Like, just, like, acting grown for no reason. Like, Very much and, so. like, all the, the character arcs and how they kind of, they don't really grow up, but, you know, they kind of grow as characters and come into their own. Have you seen then, the like, theories the, about Ed, Ed, and Eddie? About how they're basically, what are they, in purgatory or something? In purgatory, they're all dead. That's why their tongues are, like, blue oh and God. green. Yes, like. yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I don't think my, like, eight-year-old brain really captured that, but... Yeah! But no. It's a classic. It's a Cartoon Network classic. It definitely is, and it's, um, like, one of the few cartoons that... what What's that type of animation where you draw and you, like, you like flip the book? No, there's a name for that. It's, called. it's just like hand drawn, like yes, yes. So like it's it's very, it's like I don't want to say it's rough, but it's like it's not like perfect. It's not like mm-hmm. cookie cutter, like yes. with the animation to be crisp or anything. It's very just like how it is on is on the paper. And I do enjoy that art style. It's very has like very like jazz themes to it. The music in Ed and Eddie's great. Always sets the mood. You know, you always hear that saxophone constantly mm-hmm. throughout the show. And then, How do you yeah. feel about? I don't know. I feel like it's a very crude show. I almost feel like like I started rewatching it recently, and it's like it was definitely like, crude at the time. Yes, <laughs> compared to like your average cartoon show, then yeah, it yeah, definitely and like was. nobody is normal except probably um, who's the blonde chick? Naz. Naz. Naz yeah. is like the only normal one. Pretty much. Everyone else, like I, ooh, I should have muted my phone. That is so unprofessional. But how do you feel about Rolf? Rolf is a fantastic <laughs> character. 
They could just do episodes on Rolf all the time. I wish they would. I know they did one episode where they basically stalked him the entire episode. And I wish they did more <laughs> of that. Because <laughs> yes. he just has like one-liners that are just like, and his accent is so thick. A son of a shepherd. <laughs> the son of a shepherd. Rolf! You have broken the trust of a son of a shepherd! Me? Get over it. You blew it, man. Confess to your crime, stale end piece of white bread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we love Rolf. You can't forget about Plank. Can't forget about Plank. I mean, great character, great dialogue. You always get a lot from him, you know. And like, I mean, it's it's it kind of comes back in pop culture every once in a while. You know, people started yeah. doing the little the Jimmy dance when he's like the Jimmy swinging, dance, the yeah, meme swinging of the shirt. looking out the window. Yeah, him <laughs> bonnet fades. Oh, locks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, we need more Ed Ed and Eddie memes today. People, we, we take do. too much from SpongeBob. We need to like start spreading it out. Oh, and, now. <laughs> We'll get to that, but yeah, (laughs) but yeah, Ed Ed, and Eddie definitely one of my favorites. Definitely one I can like just go back and watch and still be just as entertained as I was as a kid. So I love that. All right, next for me um, on my list, I'm sticking with the adult animation theme for now. But Mm -hmm. next is American Dad. American Dad. When I'm not playing South Park, I'm playing American Dad, and I have to say that it is the elite out of the Seth MacFarlane trio. It is Mm -hmm. the better show, has the better writing, best characters, and that is mostly because of two characters, uh, Roger and Mm -hmm. Steven Anita Smith. And there are some episodes on American Dad where I know, and I'll have to look this up to confirm it, they have Black writers. They do. Because some of the jokes that they make are like only black people would know this. Like there's there's one episode where I mean Steve as a character has to be written by black people. Like he probably is. He's not yeah. voiced by a black person. I know he's not voiced by him, but like all the references, like the music videos, but yeah, yeah definitely the black references, writers. the music videos. There's an episode where like Stan and Haley they're um they're at like a bazooka sharks game or something and there's like a terror plot. And like mm-hmm. to keep some explosion from happening, they have to keep talking to each other. And because they can't talk to each other because they have a fraught relationship, they just list like black actresses. <laughs> like they list like 30 black actresses. It's crazy. Halle Berry, oh, oh, Halle Berry, Felicia Rashad, Esther Rowe, Monique, Viola Davis, Gabrielle Union, Journey Smollett Bell, Regina King, Ruby Dandridge, Ruby D, Tia Mori, Tamara Mori, the mom from Family Matters who never anticipated Urkel. It's, I'm like, wow, I, f- I feel seen right now, but they're, Roger wears a Howard University shirt in multiple episodes. I'm just your theory is more than proven now. (laughs) I think that's all you need to know. (laughs) That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. And it's it's kind of interesting because I'm very familiar with like the the Hampton area in Virginia, and the setting is like Langley Falls, Virginia, which is the Air Force base in Hampton. It's called Langley, so I'm kind of like, oh, like this is kind of connecting to real world places in fact there's one episode um one of the newer episodes where like steve and jeff they're like doing a brother bonding thing and they're like trap they're like doing some hippie shit or something and Uh they travel to hampton virginia and you can one of our like landmarks is the coliseum they drew the fucking coliseum in hampton it was so crazy really it's it's just a great show it's so funny the Mm. family i've heard this 
from you know other people who've analyzed the different shows and like a lot of things that people say is like the family and American dad actually are nice nicer to each other like you can tell they actually love each other it's not like compared I'm to what family, family guy where everyone's like shitting on each other especially Meg and like the Cleveland show don't even get me started on that it's but, funny because like you mentioned like how you there's definitely black writers on American dad and how like definitely. the Cleveland show like obviously supposed to be catered towards black people but yes Funny that you said that because I feel like American Dad is the blacker show than Cleveland show. In a lot of ways, yeah. Yeah, in a lot of ways. So love American Dad. I love the characters. They're very fleshed out. I love that they it's kind of like a critique on white conservatism with the character of Stan. He's really like Mm -hmm. uptight in the earlier seasons, but when the seasons get better, his character gets way better the more the seasons go on. It's just amazing great show i think that's our first hot take of you saying that american dad is better than family guy oh yeah anyone who anyone who watches all three comes i know a lot i have friends who do not like american dad but love family guy i mean it's different tastes the tones are different for sure definitely different tones and family guy i feel like is more um you know, they do a lot of references, a lot of pop culture references. They literally But it's stop. like really like just like stupid humor though. Like yeah. you turn your brain off type of humor. Literally. Not no, that American Dad doesn't have that, but I mean no, we but... pretty much grew up watching Family Guy as kids. Like we did. Be, and we could easily digest that. So we could. I mean, we could. I feel like with American Dad, the humor the humor comes more from how the characters interact with each other. And mm. with Family Guy, it's like let's just do a reference and da, 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 you know yeah for sure that is just like pretty much their their whole thing mm-hmm. yeah okay respectable i know you love american dad i still need to like i have like my favorite shows and i have my moments most of those moments are this everything steve does yes or, like, the whole Roger. Trap it. yeah <laughs> Roger. wheels in the leg man episode love like they're great they can actually every character Every, every any episode where it's like Roger and another character, mm-hmm. always great. Like, love it for sure. All right, um, I'm going to still try to not pick one that might be on your list. So, I think the next one I'm going to say is Kids Next Door. You know, yay! <laughs> I think one of the I think one thing growing up as a child is like especially in the early 2000s, you don't have streaming or anything. So the chances of you missing an episode was like kind of, it's pretty easy to miss an episode and not watch it unless it was a rerun later on. I think for me, I definitely watched, if not all of Kids Next Door, because I definitely remember watching the end of Kids Next Door where they had like- So you've seen every single episode. I don't want to say every single episode, but I remember how it started and I definitely remember how it ended. Yes. So a lot of these- Kids Next Door has lore. I There's love it. a ton that. of lore. Like, it's just so many levels to it. You know, Nigel just unraveling who his family is, who his dad is. They're just like, oh, they're doing, like, the end of Kids Next Door, and they bring, like, the adults in. Or how, what, who are they now type of shit, you know? And it's, like, it's a great show. Like, really well-written for just, like, a simple kids show, honestly. Has a ton of action. Just, yes. like, kept you entertained constantly. Also had... One of the best things on Cartoon Network's website where you could create your own character. I, I don't know if you yes, remember I was, that. I was just about to bring that up. 
Yeah, I spent hours just making my own operative, just trying I to make like them look cool. I had like five of them. I had like you could print them out too. Print them out. We would yeah. print them out. <laughs> we would print them out. It'd be like, yeah, look at me. I'm it'd a kid's be like, next door. Cr- it'd be crazy high numbers. It'd be like, oh yeah, I'm number seven hundred and twenty-three. Like, <laughs> like there ain't millions of kids on this earth out there. We still like in the hundreds. But, yeah. Yes, and I love the way they handled their like black characters, like. Abigail Lincoln, number five, bad mm-hmm. bitch. Her sister Cree, bad Sister's bitch. Sister's also a bad bitch. Who was the Who was the boy? What was Maurice? Maurice, yes. Maurice, fine ass. You know. <laughs> oh my god, you were a child. What's wrong? <laughs> it was like, but he was like one of those operatives that once he became a teen, he could still like he could keep his memories and stuff. Like mm-hmm. that's what I wanted. I was like. If I grow up, I don't want them to erase my memories. Like, like you can't and I think I still got my memories. You can't remember what you did as a kid, man. I gotta keep that on the law. You do, but everything it was so creative. The two by four technology, like the fucking mm. tree house. Yes, just, every any way they made like all their weapons was just like so like makeshift and like totally like kid thought in out. Space. They had yeah. a tree house. Number Where headquarters was at. And freaking, uh, was she, was she Irish or Scottish yes, or Scottish or something? It's one of the two. One of the two. And she was like the head, like the president or whatever. Yeah, literally. Or like, I know Rainbow my favorite monkeys. episode. I wanted one. They did they sell rainbow monkeys? I feel like they had to. If they had to, like a build a bear or something. The build a bear existed. Like, yeah, build a bear existed. I, I had a birthday party at build a bear. I'm pretty you sure you have a birthday there. party at build a bear. That's an expensive ass birthday party. That's where I made Susan. <laughs> Who's Susan? My builder. You act like I'm supposed to know who that is. You were there. I was at your builder bear birthday. You were party. at my builder bear birthday party. That's cap. No, I'm. That's I'm sure I got pictures in my house too. If I went to the builder bear birthday party, I did not get a builder bear. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Because I never had one. Yeah. Yeah. Kids Next Door is great. Favorite episode is definitely the one where they reference Dragon Ball Z. Oh my God. And number four's hair was just like gigantic, like just just way bigger than it should be. Like it's obviously like an ode. Or um, I recently watched the Christmas. I I I watched a bunch of like cartoon Christmas episodes during Christmas time. I watched the Kids Next Door one and like all of like. It's, um, I think they were framed for like stealing presents, and so Santa's elves came down, and like all the elves are like the X Men, like like Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine's like narrated, right? It was yeah. narrated. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had they had Storm. They had um. The game was like the Wolverine. Like yeah, Wolverine had candy canes. His claws is great. Yes. Real great. And they have yeah. iconic villains. Delightful children from down the lane, the Toilinator. Well, what was the pirate dude's name? The Candy Beard. Oh, what was his name? Sticky Beard. Is it Sticky, sticky beard? beard? Sticky Beard. Yes, yes, Sticky Beard. Iconic villains. The Toilinator. He just <laughs> the Toilinator. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent oh, show. So nostalgic. Nice. It's just I, exactly. it's, I love its message of you know just want to be a kid. Because adulthood mm. fucking sucks. They so. were spitting, man. Fuck this. Adults, adulting's lame. 
lame as hell. I mean, they made the teenage life look kind of cool. Not gonna lie, like. I mean, that's exactly how you. Viewed I wanted to be Cree. Yeah. <laughs> Who was actually voiced by Cree Summers? Her in number five. There's no way I'm letting go of my special stash of candy. Isn't that mm -hmm. real? I mean, that. she voiced like all of black women. She does. <laughs> all we black gotta girls. Get, we gotta get on the show later on. Later right. on. Yeah. Are like, right. Come on the show. <laughs> Let her know. Let's 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 do something. All right. It's my turn again. Yeah, what's your number three? I'm gonna do it out of order. I know I said there wasn't an order, but number three is Invader Zim. Okay. So this is you guys are gonna get to learn that I love creepy shit. Like I'm a Libra, October, Halloween is my favorite holiday i love like just creepy spooky shit invader zim is a spooky creepy show but especially it, for kids especially for kids but it is hilarious it is so funny the voice mm -hmm. acting i don't know who voices zim or gur or dib but like they killed that shit it's so All funny right. and they're so icon gur is iconic if you did not have the fucking invaders in backpack in school like i don't know it's just it was like such it was like a subculture almost like liking mm -hmm. invaders Zim. and been, the fans base basically brought it back to get a movie after all they did movies. they did and i remember like being in high school and wanting to watch invaders Zim, and this is before streaming i went to family video and bought not bought but rented the invaders Zim seasons and watched it because i was like fiending i was mm -hmm. like i need invaders Zim content like a pilot is so good even i the reason i have paramount plus today is so i can watch invaders Zim and the south park specials but that's why <laughs> i have paramount plus for those two properties a mm -hmm. pilot still holds up it's it's so funny and it's like I don't know. I don't got know. canceled for no reason, man. It got canceled for no reason. It was, it was, it was, it was a one of a kind. There will never, never, never be another show like Invader Zim. Even mm -hmm. the animation style, I could tell it was probably a very, it was probably one of Nickelodeon's most expensive shows to produce. Just with, I mean, what was what was that? Three D animation? Is that what that would be called? Yeah, they had like two D, three D. Yeah, two D, three D animation. I mean, it the premise an alien comes to earth he's like a from a race of conquerors but he like sucks at his job and mm -hmm. <laughs> the one kid that knows he's an alien is like so crazy like the the dib and zim beef so just great like, just yes. like a great like conspiracy theorist type of character yes gaz is a good side character the way she just hates everyone mm -hmm. very much identify with that um and then it's just it's creepy. Like there's an episode where Zim steals kids' organs, and like literally, he's so fat from all the organs that he ate. And when he opens his mouth, you can see the organs down his throat. Look at you! You've gone too far. You're a hideous blob of stolen organs. I've been working out. That is mm. like that is <laughs> <clears throat> super so weird. It's so disturbing and like. The, the color palette of the show is very like, it's very dark, lots of purples, like lots of grays, like the episode mm -hmm. where Zim is trying to like run away from germs and he goes to a, a fast food restaurant. What the fuck was the fast food restaurant called? But like, it's the only place where there's no germs, but it's like right. so disgusting and like, 
when he's like lost in the city and he looks at the sun and his eyes bubble up <laughs> like he's blind like it's very like gross body humor um all the kids look fucking weird like they're shaped weird they're i don't know the the teacher she's just it's a lot it could be nightmare fuel for some people but that is a comfort show for me so very much i, mean, I think it's like ahead of its time that's all it very much, yeah uh, very much ahead of its time so i think um, of that and then i think about like, the weird shit they do at adventure time like <laughs> yeah. 10 plus years later i'm just like yeah this would be yeah. on cartoon network today it should I, I i don't know i feel like there's a there's a home for invaders and if they were to bring it back with you know the same team and everybody i think it would do <clears throat> We do mm-hmm. really well. Yeah, um, I mean, they they definitely make these cartoon shows today to cater to more than just kids. I think they know that for a fact. So. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I think Invaders Zim. I think I think it premiered the same day that Fairly Odd Parents like premiered. I think you're and right. Then, like when you compare the two, you know, Fairly Odd Parents just like blew just went up all the way up. Spinoff after spinoff, they kept adding characters to the show. It was just mm-hmm. it was really hard to compete with that. Yeah very much but it's a cult mm, classic for sure Cult classic all right all right all right what am i this is number four on my list but i'm saying number three all right number three foster's home for imaginary friends okay you definitely have a a, a cartoon network theme here that was your only one show on here i mean cartoon network you know we were cartoon network kids we were we're cartoon network there's only one nickelodeon show which is no diss to nickelodeon because i pretty much love all their shows it's just this is what I cared about most back then. And yes. I definitely think they hold up a lot more than a lot of other Cartoon Network shows. But that's here nor there. I'm talking about Fosters right now. Fosters <laughs> was really a great show. Honestly, felt like a big deal when it premiered. I know that for a fact because <clears throat> I think it showed off with the, with the movie and how the main character came about Yay! and how he had Blue and all that. I do like that. Very it's wholesome. Like, yeah, it's super wholesome. And like how like the kid has a shitty ass life, but as long as he has his imaginary friends and visits at home, everything's all right. Mm-hmm. Which definitely like ties into like that kid factor of just like, you know, I can imagine things are better at the end of the day, you know. But yeah, there's I so many that. characters. There's so many, you know, Mr. Harriman, freaking Wilt. Uh <laughs> <Balling>. <laughs> you know, probably the most iconic character, Cheese. Yes. I love Cheese. That's a great special. Cheese is a fantastic character. Fantastic character. Just And Blue's just, little brother. And Blue's little brother. <laughs> I forgot all about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just, I don't know. It, just, it definitely, I think I have this like theme of just, like I said, where kids just kind of imagine their like lifestyle around them, like in these shows, like the adults are kind of just like not present at all. So it just allows the show to just be bigger and better than what it normally is. Like, I just, I don't know. I just, Foster's just a great, wholesome show. Very great. I always wondered, like, were, were the friend were they getting adopted like that, though? I feel like not a lot of the, the friends, the imaginary friends that were getting adopted. I feel like they were stuck. <laughs> yeah, but if they left, you feel bad, too. So You would, you would, but I don't know. I, because you know they were... Go ahead. You know what I loved about that movie was when you get all the backstories of the different friends, like Eduardo, uh, Wilt. But seeing Coco. seeing him whole, that was like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Um, but yeah, well, the whole special with Wilt, how 
I think Michael Jordan was his his kid. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's either I think he's based off Wilt Chamberlain, but I'm pretty sure Michael Jordan is his like his kid that imagined him. That is so cute. And Frankie. Frankie was a real one. Yeah, Frankie was remember that episode she went on that date? I did. I did. (laughs) Yo, Frankie was kind of cute back in the day. Ain't gonna lie, man. She got all dolled up. That's what I'm saying. I remember that episode vividly. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of awakenings back then. Frankie was part of it. <laughs> I'm cracking up. Yeah. You, you just. Yeah. Mac wholesome. was a character. Mac, Mac, Mac and Blue. Mac and Blue. Their chemistry was great. Mac was just like. It's just funny because like he imagined Blue, but he's kind of like the complete opposite of Mac. Like, yes, I actually this might be controversial, but I actually was not a fan of Blue as a character. <clears throat> really? No, I mean, I, didn't, I mean, he's he's kind of made for you to hate him, and then like, yeah, also he was just very him. selfish and right. spoiled, and because yeah, like Mac was only keeping him there. Why couldn't Mac his have mom Blue? didn't want him in the house? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then Mac have an older brother named Francis, Terrence. Terrence, Terrence, yeah. and his, they be imagining some, and that's the other thing about this world. What if you're a fucked up individual and you imagine a fucked up thing? Like, but this is a kid's show, so it wouldn't get into You're that. really taking it to a whole other level. <laughs> I know. I'm like, okay, there's this cartoon with this, with this world, with this set of rules. I'm just mm. trying to think, like, where where could things you go? Some kids imagining some mass murder or something. <laughs> I can't help but think of South Park and the woodland creatures. That's literally straight out of Cartman's mind. I could see some kid like doing that in the I mean, Foster's world. Yes, yes. But this, this show was made to make me feel good. About to it's supposed to take me away from the weird shit in the world. <laughs> I, I know. Who was the one character? Um she was really weird. Like she had like an elephant nose, and she wore uh, like the mean one. Yeah, and you could only see her side profile. Yeah, I can't. I'm about to look it up. I know this is unprofessional for the show, but it's okay. I'm we look it up know right everything now. off the top of our heads all the time. Oh no, this is like 17 years ago. So, <laughs> but yeah, she was a bitch. So. I mean, that's just who she was. No wonder her ass never got adopted. She was ugly. <laughs> Who wanted to adopt? Who going in on this I can't. I can't even like remember like what her name was to try to like look it up. Because when you look up all the characters, there's like so many there's that so gets many. introduced. She was so high maintenance, and you remember all you guys Coco? Need to know is that, yeah, Coco. This is Coco. 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 You know. <laughs> Pooping, pooping them out eggs. eggs left and right. Yeah. <laughs> Loved it. All right. All right. What's your number four? All right. Oh, we're getting down to the wire. <laughs> really are. So my number four, I'm going to have to give it to SpongeBob. That's so, on my list too. So we can combine. We can talk about this together. Mm-hmm. So SpongeBob is, I don't know. I, I would put him up there with, Mickey Mouse's, the Bugs Bunnies, like he oh, he's he's iconic for sure. He's iconic. He he's a global icon. He and, but I have a caveat. So yes, SpongeBob is on my list, but it is seasons one through four. I do Naturally. not. <laughs> I don't recognize them other seasons. I something definitely changed. There was a shift. I don't know if that was after um, 
was Steven Hillenberg after he No, he was still alive then. He was definitely He was still alive. He hadn't died yet, but I feel like he had left the show. No, it was this is the divide. The divide is the seasons before the SpongeBob movie and then the seasons after. I think the SpongeBob movie was the divide of when the show really I think he left after the movie. I had to double oh, yeah, check. He, it was supposed to end SpongeBob. He wanted to end yes. SpongeBob. But Nickelodeon but, was like, Hell no. Nah. We making money. What are you money. talking about? <laughs> making us money. Exactly. Like, SpongeBob is it's great. It's especially those first couple of seasons. You could tell that they were writing this for kids, but they were also writing this for an uh, older audience because mm. there are some jokes in there that are like, oh, I didn't get that as a kid, but now I get it now. Like, Mm-hmm. No, Patrick, your genius is showing. Where, like you know, <laughs> episodes like that, and it's really the characters. They're so great. I love the the world of Bikini Bottom. I love how like mm-hmm. nonsensical it is that they can have fire underwater. That SpongeBob is a grill cook underwater. He's using yeah. a grill. <laughs> they drive boats. Like the Krusty Krab is literally like a crab like crate thing mm. like i did not know that until recently into my adulthood but it's just very imaginative like i love the colors it's very bright love this one child lives in a pineapple the dynamic mm. between him and squidward is just amazing i love how we all grew up to basically be squidwards um in a way yeah yeah but that's you know that's that's because of this capitalist society that we live in. We are all Squidward's working for Mr. Krabs. We are. And they knew Pretty that. Much. That's why we still watch the show, because we identify. We were SpongeBob's as kids. Now we're Squidward. Hmm. Um, and that's what I... spin right now. <laughs> and that's what I love right about now. the show. Even Patrick wasn't... like Patrick was, of course, a doofus, but he was not as stupid as he is in the later seasons. But they were great. Sandy was Sandy is great. San, Sandy's iconic episode when they were talking shit about Texas, like she was she, whooping ass. She wrote that classic song, you know. Yes, yes, yes. Real, real hitter right there. Shout out to the Texans listening. But what, what's your favorite episode? My favorite. Favorite <laughs> yeah, episode. Oh, actually, I do know my favorite. One of my favorite episodes is the Hashlinging Slasher. That is really? a banger. That's your favorite episode. That is one of my favorite episodes because I told y'all I like creepy stuff. That's a creepy episode. Nosferatu, what the fuck was that? No. And then I'll name, I'll give you two. That one and then the episode with Wormy and that damn insect <laughs> in the oh, bubble. <laughs> that used to scare the shit out of me as a kid. Yeah, Ashley and Flasher and Wormy. <laughs> okay. If I had my all-time, all-time favorite one, I don't think it'll ever change, is uh, the Idiot Box. <laughs> I just think it's so, like, it's such a simple episode, but, like, just the way, like, they just use, like, their imagination in this box to just full Squidward into thinking they're having... Literally the time of their lives. That damn am- av- that damn av- mountain av- with the av- <laughs> SpongeBob, my legs are frozen solid. You'll have to cut them off with a saw. No, Patrick, I can't do that. Why not? Because I already cut off my own arms. No! What the? How are you two making that noise? This <laughs> is SpongeBob. I can't feel my legs. Like- <laughs> It's like um, so well done. 
It was so good. It was so good. And then, and then by know, the end of the episode, like Squidward gets in the box. Once they're like in their house, he's just like, ain't no way this works. And then just so happens the garbage man comes. And Squidward thinks he's in a race car. And he's having the time of his life. It's and Spider-Man was like, yeah, I knew you like I knew you like like. It's amazing. I, have I love to, that. Now that, now that we're doing naming episodes, Doodle Bob. That's another yeah, one. I mean, Doodle Bob's a classic. I mean, a classic. Me hoy, me noy. Like, come <laughs> on. <laughs> just so so. Like, honestly, all like the weird, just spin-off SpongeBob episodes are great. Like the caveman SpongeBob. Yes. Yeah. Also a great one. I mean, you can go on and on about SpongeBob and how great it really it is. could. But that's not really. It's list. my only Nickelodeon show on the list. I don't know about you. Not- Mine too. Mine too. The innovators in. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Because I thought about. Thank it. Thank you for keeping me honest. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I I thought about it. I was just like, it feels like like an obvious pick. But like at the end of the day, like it it's it, good. It's, it really shaped everyone's childhood. It did. And then like the the countless of memes that the we get from the show. Memes. And honest, it feels add- endless. Just to add more validity to my argument, you will notice that a lot of those memes come from those first couple seasons. Oh, yeah. For sure. So, you know, that's the proof right there. <laughs> I mean, you ain't, I don't think anybody's like, yeah, the, the last seasons are great. I don't, I don't know who's saying that. but I ain't even seen the last seasons. But I mean, it's still going. It hasn't it's stopped. It's still going. And they have spinoffs. They got Camp Coral. You know? Camp Coral's okay. I think the one that pissed me off was the, the Patrick show. Oh, yeah. Which felt unneeded. Giving him parents, which I think are the same parents that in that episode where he thought he had parents were his actual parents, mm-hmm. which like, makes no sense. It was like <laughs> it's like Marty, Linda, Marty, Marty. I'm scared. Marty, <laughs> yeah. I'm scared. I think those are his parents in the show, and I'm just but like that's crazy because at the end of the episode they're like, "Oh yeah, we don't have a son." Yeah, we don't <laughs> have a son. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know why they did that. I don't know who's asking for that. I mean, I'm sure they make money. It's a money it was a maker. great question. Does Patty mm-hmm. the Pirate still show up on the show nowadays? I need to know. I don't know. I don't think these kids know who he Patty the is. Flying Dutchman, right? Was That's he him. the Flying Dutchman? I'm thinking. I'm hoping. Uh, I don't know if he was the Flying Dutchman. I thought they were two he separate. He voiced people. the Flying Dutchman. Oh, did he voice him? I don't know. Maybe it could, it could be possible. <laughs> I don't know. It's beyond me. Yes. Anything also else another favorite. Up? Also another favorite. Oh, okay. When, okay. When, when SpongeBob and Patrick raised the clam show. Yes. Same <laughs> couple. They was the first ones to do it. <laughs> Patrick's just his deadbeat dad. <laughs> SpongeBob <laughs> is just raising this baby on like, his own. This is the thanks I get for working overtime. <laughs> Mind you, I didn't know what overtime meant as a kid. Right. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> We can have a whole SpongeBob episode at this point. I don't, we can say that for another day, I guess. But, we can, we can, we can, we can, we can, we can. But yeah, you, you can't time. deny how great SpongeBob is, and just so yeah, great. it's just it's 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 a go. It's a top five for sure. It's, top five. it's on Paramount Plus. If anyone wants to. All right. This is not I sponsored think our last by Paramount Plus. Say what? I said this is not sponsored by Paramount Plus, but that's I mean, where they want to. Like, why not? You know, I ain't, I ain't got no problem with Paramount Plus. <laughs> All right, all right. I think our last one is probably the same one. 
So I'm thinking it's the same, yeah. So you go ahead and say who it is. All right. So this, 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 and I feel like this show also kind of, in a way, defines our friendship because I feel like we're the only two people on the planet that still recognize that this show one exists and two is a is a banger. So this is true. The episode is the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Which, yeah. thank the gods at HBO Max, it's there for your viewing pleasure. As it should. I could go on and on about this show, starting from the characters, the humor, just how zany it is, but how funny it is. It has comedic timing. It, it has references. It has so many like pop culture references that I didn't even realize. Some of them mm-hmm. very, very, very obscure, and some of them like like big name things like Dune references, that Gom Jabbar thing from the My Fair Mandy episode. I didn't know what that was. I didn't I know, know that was like from Dune, and I was laughing at that shit like I knew what it was. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a great show. You have Grim, mm-hmm. who has a Jamaican accent. As a West Indian kid, like hearing a character like Brennan, it was very watered down patois, but hearing him say like me tink and saying tree and all of that, I was like, what? Grim is Jamaican. Even my dad would be like, wait, like he he has an accent? I'm like, yes, but Mm -hmm. the premise is amazing. Again, me, spooky, creepy shit. This is, this is, this is it. The Grim Reaper befriends two mortal children he's their slave and they just they do the craziest shit we could talk about mandy we could talk about billy we could talk about the goat erwin it's just erwin. yes gold. or his gold. whole family his whole his family grandma, grandma <laughs> dracula dracula yes it's probably my favorite side it, character. It's of a great all. show. He's like based off of Red Fox. I think I read like. Really? <laughs> yes. That Red makes Fox a lot of sense. Yeah, that definitely Fox. makes sense though. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 great. It's just oh, underrated. I don't know why it's underrated because like yeah. it's not like it got canceled. Like it it had like a ton of seasons, several movies and specials. The Christmas special is the Christmas great. special. The Christmas and. I'm upset because, you know, Cartoon Network during the holidays, they will they will play their Christmas specials. Like I've seen them, they still play the Ed, Ed and Eddie Christmas special or Do you know, some of, that. I think I saw that. Um they play Jingle Jingle Jangle. I think they did, but they'll play, but they won't play the Grim Adventures of Billy and Manny Christmas special. That is an amazing special. Santa is a vampire and his <laughs> wife turned him into one. And she does it like all the time. It's great um but yeah i don't know why it was an underrated show because when people have conversations about the great cartoon network shows they talk about the shows that were on your list for sure Mm -hmm. but for some reason the grim adventures of billy and mandy always gets left out of the conversation um i feel like it's one of those i kind of want to say like a legacy show at cartoon network because it was spawned off of grim and evil which is like another one of the you know, one of the newer, like when Cartoon Network was first starting out, it was like Grim and Evil with, uh, what was his name? Hector Concarni or whatever, whatever the fuck his yeah. name was. Yeah, yeah. Rain and the Bear. Um, and then they got their own spinoff episode. And I will say like, 
the first two seasons are like they're okay mm-hmm. and even the art style you can see the art style change as the yeah they kind of come into around eventually yeah i actually i i can almost pick out like three distinct art styles in the show and it's all you can like kind of tell just by looking at billy just by the way they draw his nose or the way they draw mandy's hair um and like the first the first two seasons are like okay but then like when they get to season three four five six i'm trying to think like what what my favorite episodes would be one of them is definitely with the wishing skull that one is funny i feel like we have like a definitive one that we talk to us about kids a lot i think Um, the one for me would be uh oh rapping episode the yo mama jokes episode yeah yes Principal Good Bling and the Hip Hop Apotamus. Yes. <laughs> and it's those yo mama jokes still hit today. That's I don't so know. Funny. Like, I don't know if people understand. Like at that time, yo mama jokes were at its peak. Like we, at its peak. all we did was yo mama jokes, and like they did a whole episode about it. We just we quoted them for months. And I just wanna, I just wanna go through some of them. So. You have a whole list of all the Yo Mama jokes. They're, mo- they're mostly off the dome, and most of them are from Grandma. Yes. Let me tell you now, your mama, so ugly. I say she's so ugly, she needs tote bags to cover her face. Mm-hmm. That the cow wouldn't take her away. That Dracula wouldn't drink her blood. But Grandma. when she said, like, your mama's so stupid, she took a ruler to bed to see how long she left. <laughs> or when Good Boy said, your mama's so stupid, she sold her car for gas money. <laughs> what? That is hilarious. Oh, my God. It's just so, it's so good. So, it's so, so good. good. Underrated. So good. Yeah. I don't know why. We'll never We'll, we'll never, never know it. why. There was a moment on Twitter where someone just like posted clips from Grip, Billy and Mandy that mm-hmm. were like kind of popular on Twitter for a while. But like, that is honestly the only time I really see people really talk about it past its prime. Yeah. And I'm worried. I'm worried that this show is going to disappear into obscurity. I mean, it's least likely to happen now that it's, you know, it's on HBO max. I don't foresee them like taking it down. But you know, we, I feel like it is my responsibility to keep this show like in the collective zeitgeist because this is just this is just too good to let just slip away. It's just still funny. Cool yeah, it definitely is. Yes, yes, definitely. It's one of the greats, man. And it's also one of those shows. If I'm not watching South Park or American Dad, Billy and Mandy is on my TV like constantly. Um, it sucks because. Whereas American Dad and South Park have like 15 plus seasons, mm-hmm. Billy Mandy only has six. So I end up like going through it pretty quickly. But yeah. um, kids' shows do not have long, long, long histories at all. Unless you're SpongeBob. It's really just, or, uh, it's just mostly Nickelodeon. Parent. Yeah, it's yeah. Nickelodeon is the one who keeps renewing them. Like Cartoon Network really just like rotates them eventually. They do. They do. I feel like Adventure Time kind of. Had a long run. Maybe. Uh, Did it? Let's see. Did it have more than 10 seasons? Or at least 10 seasons? Adventure Time had nine seasons. Okay. That's pretty long for that's, a cartoon. That's a lot for Cartoon Network. Yeah. But that's like the only show I can think of, really, that had like kind of a long run. 
I feel like Ed and Eddie had a long run, but I was also a kid, so. Yeah, but it, it, I, I'm, I'm also kind of okay about like shows not having long runs because then they could go the way of SpongeBob and just. Mm-hmm. I mean, some I'm sure some kids like it, like actual children probably like the newer ep- SpongeBob episodes. But I, I, don't I, know. I think they do. If they didn't like it, they wouldn't keep renewing it or making that's true. So. That's true. That's true. I just, I, I kind of think about it. And I'm just like, I wonder if like the kids today eventually will like have their own memes from like the new episodes. Like maybe, maybe could be possible. I don't know. So then we're still. I had a SpongeBob room. Now that I'm thinking about it, you did. Yeah, my room was yellow, and um, my parents bubbles on the wall. Didn't have bubbles on the wall, but I had jellyfish on the wall. They had a jellyfish like um, stamp that they dipped in the paint, and they would stamp Mm -hmm. my walls. I had like SpongeBob sleeping bag, all of that. Now it's just coming back to me. I was really a SpongeBob kid for real. Everybody Um, was. Everybody was. But, you know, it's still on. And the great thing, the great thing about this is that all of these shows, thanks to streaming, are live. You can just I'll never die. I'll never die. I said they'll they'll never die die because of streaming. And Twitter. (laughs) And Twitter. (laughs) And Twitter. So anything else that you wanted to add on the Billy and Mandy front? I think. I mean, that's it. If you haven't watched Billy and Mandy, you need to watch it. It's a little rough. I think like but like most shows, they're rough at the beginning, honestly. They are. They are rough at the beginning, but the great Especially thing Especially back it, then, like a, a lot of you could definitely see how technology progresses with some of these shows in the 2000s, mm-hmm. like they get a bigger budget eventually, so they do a lot more with their characters, a lot more refined and polished, but early on it's kind of it's real bare like the first like the pilot episode of Billy and Mandy is super bare bones. It's super bare bones and the pilot of Billy and Mandy isn't even the the episode where they meet Grimm. That's not even right. the pilot episode. Right. And which is crazy. But the great thing about like shows like these is that they are very episodic in nature. So you can actually come in whenever you want. You don't have to start mm-hmm. at season one, episode one. Coming a little later, it'll still make sense. Um but yeah. yeah. You just gotta know that the Grim Reaper is their slave, and that's about it. You <laughs> the Grim Reaper episode. is their slave. Mandy is an evil ill-mannered child billy is dumb as hell but very mm-hmm. endearing um and they go on adventures and there's recurring characters that we've probably already talked about we haven't um, even talked about half of them honestly i know we haven't even talked about half of them we haven't talked about jeff or haas we, yes <laughs> like if we told you that this human boy had a son that was a gigantic spider you think we're crazy <laughs> There's a co- there's a collection of lovable characters, um, and they all they all work well together. And I I actually think that Grimm enjoys being their friend. Yeah, eventually. Eventually, he had, doesn't have a choice, but I think he en- enjoys. He's kind of a loser, you know. Without a little, little bit. Little we don't bit. get the we 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 don't get the indication that he's good at his job. In fact, we see and okay, it was a kids show. You can't show the Grim Reaper actually reaping people, but this is true. <laughs> a lot of people do get away. Um, and I think Mandy even told him like he wasn't allowed to reap people <laughs> when he was friends with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, very great shows. So if there's nothing else to add, that's gonna wrap this episode today 
I hope us going through what we love to watch gave you a little sense of who we are, what mm-hmm. you can expect in future episodes. Um, and we talk about cartoons and yeah. anime. I haven't We're even touched anime. anime. Um, did you ever? Did you even consider adding an anime to your list? No, I kept it separate. I know yeah. I mentioned earlier. I had like a certain criteria. I had honorable mentions, like certain shows that I definitely left out were Teen Titans, Avatar, mm-hmm. Legend of Korra. Mm-hmm. I just think they're like, I know they're technically American cartoons, mm-hmm. but they're so like anime inspired that yes. I'm just like they have that aesthetic with them. Yeah, so like I just kept that separate as is. But yeah. so you know how we were talking about talking the other day, and um, I think I told you like Sailor Moon was my first anime or whatever, and then mm-hmm. I found Thumbelina on YouTube that I used to watch as a kid. I watched the whole thing, and it come to find out that that Thumbelina movie is an anime. It was created in Japan, so Thumbelina was what? actually my first anime. Yep. <laughs> I was definitely under the age of six and didn't know. All right. All right. This is a whole episode. This is, we, we say <laughs> this. We, we can table this for another episode. We can, but. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed it. Yes. We'll bring, we'll come out with more episodes soon. We will. And you will know what show we're talking about um, by the quote that we start at the beginning of each episode. So if you can guess it, then you already know it's on, on the table. All right. Well, so that's gonna do it for us. This is August. This is Code. You are listening to Tune Nation. Talk to you later. Peace.